if anyone ever had a reason to complain, a reason to, to just give up and throw in the towel, I think Naomi's got a case, right? I mean, here's this woman. She First, she has to leave her homeland because of a famine, right? Very beginning, first couple of sentences there, like, there's a famine, and they, they leave Israel. They leave Bethlehem and go to Moab. Now, Moab, Moab's not a happy place for an Israelite to go, okay? They're, they're not fun people. They, they have some history. They don't get along most of the time, but, but they have to leave. So, so first, she has to leave her homeland because of a famine. Then they get there, and her husband dies. So she has to go out and find Moabite women for her sons to marry, which is something she would not have been thoroughly excited about by any means. Um, and then within 10 years of them moving to Moab, her sons have also died. And it's just her and these two Moabite girls have married into her family, right? It's just, just the three of them living in a strange land, no male relatives, no one who, who has to take care of them, who can take care of them. So Naomi decides to go home. And there's a telling moment when, when she gets there and the people, you know, they welcome her back, which is, which is pretty cool. It's been more than a decade since they left. And yet here, you know, some old family, some old friends, hey, oh, it's Naomi, it's Naomi. She's like, no, my name is no longer Naomi, it's Mara because I'm so sad. She, she literally wants to change her name to reflect the sadness and the rough time she's had in her life. And even in the midst of that sadness though, even, even though we see her words and she seems to say that she's totally given up, her actions tell us otherwise. The fact that she goes back to Bethlehem to be around her people, the, the way that she interacts with Ruth and, and helps Ruth as she's going to do things for Naomi. I mean, even the fact that not only does Ruth, but her other daughter-in-law wants to come with her, that she has to force even her to go back. These these two women, these two daughters-in-law, I mean, that's, I have great relationships with in-laws. My my wife and my mother talk all the time and I kind of make fun that I'm just forgotten now. Um, so I don't know this personally, um, but you know, stereotypically, in-laws, daughter-in-law, mother-in-law is not the best relationship, right? And yet here are these two Moabite women who love their Israelite mother-in-law so much that they're willing to leave everything and go with them. And, and, and she, she forces them, tries to push them away and make them go home. She gets one of them to, but, but Ruth won't even give in then. Ruth refuses and goes with her. That, that says a lot about who Naomi really was. Even though she's saying, oh, I'm so sad, you should change my name. And, and, and if we just take her words at face value, it seems like she's given up and she's just depressed about it, but she's still going. She hasn't really given up. Her actions tell us otherwise. And she's blessed because of it. Her, her perseverance pays off. She continues to follow. She continues to be a godly woman, and things work out. At the very end, there's this, these awesome passages after after Obed, her, her quasi-grandson, is born. And, and the women of the town come like, oh, yes, name him Obed. He's been born for Naomi and, and talks about how she cared for him and how, you know, they're talking about how Ruth is better than having seven sons because she's given you this grandson. And it's it's awesome. And she gets all this joy, all this stuff. And, and it doesn't stop there. Not only does she get you, know, you get this picture at the end of the story that, you know, here's Naomi holding the grandson on her knee, kind of bouncing and having this joyful moment. That would be awesome already. But then it reminds us that Obed becomes the father of Jesse, who's the father of David. That, that, that Naomi comes home to her people, and not only does she get to come home, she has this grandson, she ends up being in the family of King David. And eventually we find out later, you know, that that family line goes all the way to Jesus. She gets to be part of that family, the woman that felt like changing her name to reflect all the sadness in her life, all this bitterness that she could have had. She lets go of all that and she continues to follow God and she continues to trust in him and she gets blessed because of it. Folks, you and I don't need to give up. There, there are times where life's going to throw things at us and we could throw in the towel and give up and walk away from God, walk away from everything. God is waiting. He wants us to, to keep after him. He wants us to learn perseverance sometimes. And, and no, 
not everything's going to turn out exactly how we think it would. I don't know what Naomi thought was going to happen when she went back to Bethlehem. But she trusts God enough to, to go and to keep going. And that's the message for us today, to, to keep going, to not give up and trust that God knows what he's doing. Love you guys. See you soon.